right, all right. Season or yearly finale of Off the Back Fence with Woz and Coombsy. Coombsy, mate, last show for our debut season. How are we feeling? Feeling good. I'm pretty happy we haven't been cancelled or I haven't said anything like going to get us in trouble. I've said a couple of things off mic, but a lot of the time I've been pretty well behaved, so I'm pretty happy with myself. It's a, it's magical what I can do with editing, mate. It keeps us going, eh? Oh. <laughs> Oh, uh, we're uh, we're at the skinny end of the year. We're definitely done, aren't we? Yeah, I'm just. I've got five days of work left, and oh, I can taste it. I can taste it. I can tell you that. Yeah, I mean, I'm in the same boat, mate. Definitely. I'm. Lo- I was looking forward to a couple of rounds of golf, but it looks like the weather's going to be playing up here in Brisbane. It's a miserable couple of days. We've been stuck inside, sort of like Melbourne weather or London weather for that matter. But apparently, it's a heat wave down in Melbourne. Oh, yeah, it's been um, 30s Saturday, Sunday, today, and hopefully tomorrow. And then most likely it'll be pissing down rain, but who cares? <laughs> By that stage, mate, you wouldn't care unless you're going to be up on the oh, property. Mate, I'm telling you what, coming into these last couple of days of work, I'm, I'm really hurting. Yeah. Mate, we're not much going on. We're, well, I say that, but then... What we've got NBA preseason kicked off. The big bash is le- like we talked about it earlier last week. Big bash is back. I think we're into game six. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Game seven. Sorry, this evening. Yeah, there was a game this afternoon or no? But yeah, no. So there's been two games over the weekend. That's it. Yeah, that's it. So there, there's a bit going on. We've got the first test coming up this week on Thursday, the day nighter in Adelaide. Uh, NFL, EPL. We've got a bit to get through, but obviously it's going to be a quick wrap around because. We're not going to be here long. Plus, we've got our good mate Mark coming back on a bit later on, so that'll be much, much fun. I think so. I'm we'll see what happens. I'm basically getting abused this week again. <laughs> well, that's the problem, mate. He's got the webcam now, so he can see us and what we can do. So okay, he's probably the one who sent me the emails about. I can see what you're watching when you're on your computer. Hey, I don't use my computer anymore. No, not at all. But those, those the front cameras on your phone can still work. Full conspiracy tinfoil hat. Anyway, right. mate, let's talk. Let's talk a bit of sport. Let's get into the actual test match. We'll skip to the big bash a bit later on. How about an SOS for SOS? What do you reckon? Bring back Sean. Bring back Sean. Let's fucking go. Let's get that wily old left-hander out there. Just poking it through the covers. Couple of nice late cuts. A glorious pull shot, and we will be cooking in the first test. Yeah, so for anyone that hasn't noticed, we are very, very low on opening batsman stock. Warner, obviously, after the first test. I'm struggling to find a reason to stand up for Joe Burns at the moment, and I am... I, I, I'm in, I I'm believe in, he still has a ch- should get a chance because he's the incumbent, and we've always ordered incumbents. But yep. fuck me, he's, he's out of form. Yeah, I don't even think he can hit water out of a boat right now. Yeah, no, I'm I'm in that same boat with the incumbency. I reckon he gets first crack at it being the incumbent. He seems to perform a lot better at the international level. Australia, he hasn't performed at all. Uh, obviously, Warner's out with his groin injury. He's looking to get back for the Boxing Day test. Since then, we've lost Will Pavosky to another concussion, so he's put himself out. He'll be aiming for the Boxing Day test, which is an ultimate baptism of fire. There's not much else. Like there's been chat. I think there was talk of obviously Sean Marsh coming back into the fray. He's been hitting runs in the big bash, which is good. Usman Khawaja's name's been tossed around. Like, Where's my phone charger? Sorry. Where's my phone charger? Yeah. Where? <laughs> Jesus. It's sort of like Petro Seven Asiva. You're kidding yeah. me. Uh, but because they yeah, brought for- in Marcus Harris as well, and I'm. I'm telling you, I'm not sold on him. He had a full summer. Yes, he played in India for four tests, but he had starts and never got, got on with it. Still, yeah. he's in the same spot as Travis Head. I'm still not sold on Travis Head either. They're getting starts, but they get out. They find a way to get out at 30. I still feel with Travis Head, he's down the order, whereas the opening batsman, we've always str- we've struggled since JL and Haydos, essentially. We haven't had... A sturdy opener. Warner's been very good, considering he came onto the scene as a 2020s player. But we lost Phil Hughes too early. Yeah, uh, still too soon for that. That still hurts me. Yeah. But 
I don't know, like from two weeks ago, we had this plethora of talent and now we're really scrambling for Thursday's test for an opener. I, I honestly think it's going to be Burns and Harris. I can't yeah. see it being anybody else. One name that I completely forgot about and he's still kicking around is Cameron Bancroft. Nah, he's done. He's got he's um very he's very sus suspect as Aaron Finch's on his off stump. That's what his yeah. most his dismissals were. And his feet I just don't think he's I don't think he's mentally there to be played in touch cricket still yet. Mm. Yeah, no, he's still. I think he's still having that effects of the obviously the sandpaper yeah. incident back in South Africa. Another name who's he played a pretty good game the uh, yesterday for the Strikers is Matthew Renshaw, Queenslander. Um, I still, it. I yeah, he I think got, so he too. He got cut for no reason. Like him yeah. and Joe Burns have been really rough, poorly treated as openers. Yeah, but that's the bias with the team. It's always been. Very New South Wales Victorian yeah. bias. And speaking of Victorian bias, Shane Warne can go fuck off. I'm not a fan of his at the moment. He's just a massive talking head. He's like, oh, he's becoming in chapel now. Ah, uh, big poop in his pants. Yeah, not a big fan of that. His 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 predicted first test side was basically Victorian through and through. Oh yeah, like, it, it was fucking. The only ter- one he does, he only two players he doesn't like out of Victoria, Mitchell Swepson. Which yeah, he should play test this year. He should be, yeah. And Pat Cummins. Yeah, and Pat, and that was an interesting debate the other day, switching that up. But obviously, Cummins as the captain going forward. Now, what are your thoughts on that as a bo- like a bowler being the test captain? Uh, I think it's especially being a first change bowler, and you're possibly going to be your opening bowler. I think it's a lot of pressure added on because being a bowler, you you have to be switched on for the six balls you're bowling and then also going through a game plan, speaking as being an off-spinner. Like you're going through, what are you going to bowl your next over? What's your plan? So you're doing that and then you now add to the thought of, hey, I've got to think about field positions, my bowling rotation and game strategy. So it's pretty hard thing to juggle. That's why wiki-keeper captains don't work either. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I... Look, I, I'm not saying it wouldn't work. I think Cummins is very like he seems like a very switched on kind of human being, especially in the cricketing world. I would I wouldn't mind it because he seems like a fantastic pit fit uh, leadership wise. I reckon he's got all the qualities of a great captain, but it does come back to the game planning and being switched on and whether or not that does affect his bowling because yeah. you don't want that because he's probably up with him and Hazelwood he's at the, the moment. Best, he's the best bowler in the world. Test bowler, I think he was last yeah, year. Yeah, he, he got most wickets or something last year or the year before. I can't remember. But interesting debate. I Yeah, it's like I was a captain and I was a bowler and I can say it is it is draining. Like you definitely have to think of on your feet a fair bit, especially when you're bowling too. You have to be on the fly with adjustments, especially if you bowl pies essentially. But, yeah, very interesting debate. I don't know what we're going to do with the first test. It'll be very interesting when Thursday rolls around. Um, I'm looking forward to it because it is the day-night test. It means we get uh, bonus cricketed in the evening. It's very oh, good. It's like 9 o'clock. Yeah, it's fantastic, mate. Uh, speaking of cricket, obviously we'll stay on the Big Bash. That kicked off Thursday last week. Have you caught any of the games, mate? Um, watched a bit on Friday night of the Heat. They were garbage. Cost me a multi, the only bet for the week. Yeah. Um, watched a bit of the Marsh Brothers battling out on Saturday night. Sean just playing, just out. Of, he's another step above most of the openers in the country, but we don't need to talk about that. I'll talk about that. I'll talk about that privately to anyone. And um, <laughs> just storing it, bullying people on flat tracks like he does and can only do it against small competition but not against international class. No, I, I can agree with that. Um, the Stars have been fantastic in their two games. Maxwell, Maxwell, I, I still rate as one of the best cricketers going around this country. Doesn't I, matter what format. I'm, I'm going to put my hand up and say I've said inappropriate things about Maxwell before. I think there was a game against the Heat where he decided to leave a ball dead on the stumps. And I've had a few to drink at that point, and I could have said, you're a fucking embarrassment to the baggy green. And some lady goes, what do you know about cricket? I said, fucking a lot more than you do. <laughs> I, I, 
it's good. I, like the stars are always going to be perennial, like semi finalists. Obviously, the chokers in finals also, um, but they're off to a flyer. Uh, not too much else. The game tonight. This is we're recording on Monday. The Heat are actually thrashing the Thunder at the moment. The Thunder are three wickets down off twenty runs. So. We're going all right. Chris Lynn found his form this this evening. I think he scored over 60, which is fantastic. We need him scoring runs. Bit of a COVID breach, though. Did you see this? Yeah, the boys are oh, just... Boys being boys. Boys being boys, but... Oh, it's just... Fuck it. I'm over it. I'm so fucking over COVID. I don't care if they had took the Brisbane vaccine and gave me a false positive HIV. Because I know you don't really have it, so fucking just give me an injection anyway. Yeah. Very interesting conversation. That we'll leave that to the private one, hey? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Big Bash is back. I think uh, they're having the hiatus because obviously the first couple of games are in the bubble. So there's games in Hobart and Canberra. The first test kicks off, which is obviously the day night. So I think that takes over a bit of the scheduling for the next five days from Thursday. Uh, but from there, I'm pretty sure Brisbane goes back to Brisbane to play a few games. Sydney has its uh, couple of games before the Sydney test in the new year. Uh, but cricket is in full swing, mate. We've, <laughs> we've got a fair bit on. That's for damn sure. Yeah, I'm just looking at the thing now. Oh, the Gabba, 23rd of December. Yeah. But there, there seems to be quite a big bubble. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, no, I think a lot of the Brisbane Heat get a lot of home games. There's no games. Melbourne games at the moment. No, I think they're really holding that off until the Boxing Day test is over, and I think they give them yeah. home field advantage at the very back end. Yeah, I'll just yeah, have a look at it. There's a couple of good games I can come watch when I'm up there in a couple of weeks. Yeah, when you're in the good state, mate. <laughs> yeah. A little mate, bit of live podcasting. Uh, yeah, stay tuned for that. That could be the first thing that happens in the new year, me and you in the same room on a few beers. Christ. Uh, mate, we'll move on to English Premier League. Now, we're still going okay. We still haven't bottled it. We still it's haven't bottled it. Yeah, it's coming coming up up to Christmas. There's only one bottle bottled at Christmas, and it's us, but we're looking strong. You say that, but you've also got your latest striking sensation out for a month and a half to two months. That's all right. He'll be back in three. He'll be back in three months. Three weeks. Yeah, oh, bullshit. We got, we got Oxlade Chamberlain back at training with the squad. Tiago's back coming training with the squad. We've got reinforcements coming. We've got a January transfer window. We're going to buy someone called Opportuno from. Oh, God, I've just got myself a tongue twisted. But yeah, we're <laughs> fucking going to work on City of shit. United are fucking garbage. Tottenham don't know what to do because they're going to get nosebleeds for being so high up at the table. Chelsea can't yeah. beat fucking Everton. Let's fucking go, Liverpool, Liverpool, Liverpool. No, don't. Well, you do realise, like we mentioned this off mic, we are playing each other Thursday morning here in Australia. We'll so, have a Liverpool- bet. Uh, no, every time I've bet against you in the last couple of years, I still haven't paid you up for those <laughs> ones either. So, I'm probably. No, yeah. What, what do you want another what another carton what do you want another carton, do you? Can I fly with three cartons home? Oh, we're at Anfield too. You really want to bet this? Yeah, go on then. What do you want? Let's go another carton. Yeah, right. Okay. Right. So yeah, Spurs are playing Liverpool. Uh, yeah, it's uh, the Manchester Derby was the biggest cop out of all time. Oh, the friendly derby. Yeah, my ass. It's it's shit. It's like both teams are fucking small clubs now. Yeah. Like, City it's are shit. a small club still. They've got no pedigree. There's no. no history about it. Like, how can you say the Manchester Derby is bigger than Le- Le- the Merseyside Derby, any London Derby, even the Old Firm Derby, or any of the derbies in Scotland? Like, you can blow it out your ass. Yeah, they've really gone off the ball. And I can't see them being very close to. Obviously, United is definitely not on the title race, even though they're what eighth at the moment. City's ninth. Right. They both they both dropped points and went below fucking Everton. That's hmm. saying something. Leicester moved up. Southampton moved up into fourth. Chelsea dropped points against Everton, which was really good. The big talking point though: Burnley getting their first ever win at the Emirates, and Arsenal getting well. Uh, one of the best things ever is Aboba Young scored. A pity it was an own goal. Oh, mate, there is some troubling times. Like, what does Arteta do? Like, They're calling for his head, which I think that's a bit... The start, end of last year, they were calling him the new fucking chosen one. Exactly right. And this and Arsenal is always like this. 
Arsenal fans are always like this. If if you want to laugh, if you're listening to this, if you want to laugh, go onto YouTube and type in Arsenal Football Club TV. Some of the best post game interviews of all time. Like they like during the Weng, uh, Arsenal Wenger years or Wenger years. He Wenger. yeah, Wenger. My apologies. During his time and on his downswing where they really really wanted him out. Holy shit! It's getting it's- to that. It's getting to that point, and they're not that bad. Like their no, squad is quite talented. He's still like I think Arteta uh, has still got a core of players from Unai Emery he doesn't want, and the leftovers yeah. from um, Wenger's last year. Yeah, so it's definitely not his squad. Breed, he's trying to still breed in the younger guys, but you've still got to have that mix of core. And I think you're paying players over the price. You got Ozil. Who hasn't really set the world light since 2014? Yeah. Um, you've got Xhaka, the defensive midfielder. He's for, he's as use, useful as I am at playing in midfield. And then I, you've got Abama Yang, but he's probably he's going to burn g- himself out. They gave him the club captaincy too, didn't they? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like that's the weirdest thing. Big money for certain players like Callum Chambers. He wasn't really – they paid big money. He's still a good player. But, like, I'm looking at them now. They've got some slow central midfielders, central defenders. They've oh, – I just think they panic bore a lot of players. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with that. Like, they're really, really trying hard to create – like, chase that invincibilities kind of run, trying to find that squad that was just incredible. But they have to realise that during that Invincibles run, they had Henri Vieira. Um, they had half the French national team. Yeah, exa- exactly right. And you're not going to emulate that in this day and age, especially – I don't know how I don't know how the salary cap or if there is one in FIFA. Uh-huh. I think it's, it's corrupt, whatever. Yeah, you, they're not going to emulate it. And – I'm going to say it, North London is white now. It's Spurs. It's Spurs country, mate. And Spurs are building to something. I may be biased, but I feel it. Like It's got a different feel to the years where we were trailing behind Leicester and Chelsea and all those years where we bottled it at the very end of the year. But this year feels a lot different. I don't know why, but it feels good. Yeah, I just... Honestly, I still... And this is being a Liverpool fan, I'm going to take it out. I still think Liverpool are head and shoulders above the rest of the competition. Oh, definitely. No, I still agree with that. They're they're not playing their best, but they're still top of the table. Like, that's the thing. Like like you mentioned, you've got that many injuries, but, like, you still ground out a draw today against Fulham. Like, Fulham aren't a cracking side, but you still gain the point. We didn't play for 45. I read one of those articles. It was like, Jordan Henderson said, that's what we deserve for playing, only playing 45 minutes. Hmm. Exactly. But that's... But that, that's the thing. Like Liverpool drew this morning with Fulham, but that is where Spurs have always fallen over. It's like they've got the later game, and we had Crystal Palace, and I did say last week they are our bogey side. We've had some good results recently, but like still t- come up as a bogey side. One all draw, and it was a late goal to Crystal Palace, eighty second minute or something. But. For the time being, we're still top on points difference. Liverpool second, Leicester third. So it's still a very, very interesting title race. We've still got a lot of football to go. So, and we've got our big rivalry on Thursday morning. So, oh, here we go! Come on, boys! Yeah, but, I'm not going to be too confident. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. NFL. Uh, just a fun stat since Chase Claypool. Rookie wide receiver of the Steelers said, uh, "Losing never heard of her. The Steelers are zero two. Oh well, you deserve that for being a cocky little shit. And the Bills circle the wagons. The Bills are a fucking beast. Yeah, they are a absolute wagon in the best sense. And they're at the point now where, like, another fun stat. Obviously, if they win the AFC, they're two games ahead of the Miami Dolphins, who are their closest rivals in the division." If the Bills win, will be their first division title since 95. Josh Allen wasn't even born then. Jesus. Yeah, man, that, that's crazy. Like, I've and, given up on the Patriots season, so well done, Bills. Yeah, no, it, well, the Patriots, they're, going, they're like stairway to seventh pick, essentially. They're not going seventh fucking premiership. Uh, other results, yeah, so obviously the Bills beat the Steelers to get them back-to-back losses. The football team beat the Niners. 
The there Jets, are, Jets are one one week closer to imperfection. Yeah, no, we're looking forward to that. Trevor Lawrence is going to be in uh, New York at the Meadowlands next year. Uh, Colts won, Packers won. The Falcons in the Chargers game was fucking stupid. Like it, they were made for each other. Those two teams. Hmm. Uh, the Buccaneers rolled, so they're still going. Uh, surprising upset. New Orleans losing to the Philadelphia Eagles. Jalen Hurts, rookie uh, rookie quarterback coming from, was it? He was Alabama, wasn't he? Alabama. He went Alabama and then went to Oklahoma because he got fell behind Tua. That's right. So uh, to, Jalen Hurts got his first win. Speaking of Tua, he went toe-to-toe with Mahomes this morning and actually the Dolphins played really well against the Chiefs who are also another wagon. So, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, like – NFL, like, it is, like, crunch time, like, for the separate who's going into the playoffs and whatnot. Is there anything that stood out for you? Like, like basically, some of the results were pretty cut and dry pretty for me. Cut and dry, I think, mainly. Um, Brady and stuff, I, they clicked in the first half. They're not getting a full game. But yeah. as I was yeah. listening to another podcast over the weekend, the two when the uh, Colts won in 2006, Seven, eight? I think. No, eight, seven, yeah. Eight. Um, Brady, they, I think they went seven and four. No, they went four and three in the last three, seven weeks and came home with a wet sail. So that could possibly happen, happen with Tampa. Yeah, no, I can definitely see that. And I sort of feel that with the Saints also. Like the Saints and the Packers are the top two teams in the NFC, but it's so clearly wide open in that division where mm. AFC – now the Chiefs are the number one seed. Pat, uh, the Steelers go number two with that second loss in two weeks. Uh, Track Decido rolls, man, for Tennessee. He went for 215 yards, two TDs today on 26 attempts. Yeah. He's – there was a ridiculous stat last week. It was like in the in back half of the season, so from games 10 to 16, he scores twice the amount of touchdowns per game. Whereas the cold weather player. Yeah, he – well, the size of the bloke, dead set, he – Heat kills him. He's built for the cold. But he's Cincinnati going to get a top two pick again. I'm just looking. Yeah. Uh, but that's the thing. The only pick I know that's going to come out of this draft is Trevor Lawrence from Clemson. And that's going to the Jets because they've, they've given up on Sam Darnold. They've got nothing good coming out of quarterback. But they've got no offensive line, so you're going to waste another quarterback. So Yeah, but that's, that's how it works. They see – like, football – American football teams and their GMs sometimes have the blinders on, essentially. Like, they see... Yeah, they just see a top pick like Trevor Lawrence, who is a fantastic quarterback, but you've got to have five blokes in front of you that can protect him. Like, it was shown this year with Joe Burrow that that O-line could not do the job, and he's now injured. Because you can see, like, you can literally now see the Bengals are going to pick up an offensive lineman. They'll yep. use one of the to take. That's one of the smartest picks. Yep. Yeah, it's not looking good. They're, somehow the NFC beasts are going to po- possibly have a team. Um, they have two picks in the top ten. Yeah, no, I can see that. Their way. Yeah, like even looking at that. So looking at the standings of the NFC, uh, the E. So the football team is six and seven. They they're very close to clinching that division. You got the Giants at five and eight, Eagles four and eight, and the Cowboys at four and nine. So the Eagles are ahead on a draw, essentially. Oh, like it's it's such a funny division. Like it's it's never been like for the last couple of years. It has been really really bad, and I don't know. They just it's like it's really hard to make. But like you mentioned, they could have two top ten picks next year. And you just don't know who you're going to go with because obviously Dak coming back from that major leg injury, mm. that's going to be Dallas's biggest concern, whether they pay him next year. The football team has got, I think, if also, this was brought up last week, if Alex Smith doesn't get comeback player of the year, I'm not here. Oh, no, he deserves it. Like, oh, yeah, what he's I doing think, right now. Oh, like, 100%. Two, a life-threatening leg injury, life-threatening. Like, that's fucked. But yeah, have that, and then lead a team that's awful. Yeah, playing through like, pain. Like last weekend, blood in his bloody sock. 
Yeah, it was the ba- it was basically Kurt Schilling on the mound for the White Sox, uh, the Red Sox back yeah. in the day. Uh, like people forget that Alex Smith, and I've been always been a big Alex Smith fan, and the way he sort of got outed at the 49ers, the Chiefs. He was the Chiefs quarterback before Mahomes, but he before just got unlucky. No, I wouldn't say it's unlucky. Like I was watching the documentary on his comeback from the leg injury, and his mentorship for Mahomes in that first year, like when Mahomes rode the bench, like you can just see it now. Hmm. And that's just the caliber of like talent that Alex Smith is. He's not just a fantastic like football player. He is a leader. And I think the football team has got a fantastic leader. And if he can stick around, like their next best quarterback is Dwayne Haskins, who is a good quarterback, young quarterback, hasn't got a chance at the moment. But, that's the thing. Smith gives him a shot, does a bit of mentorship. They're all good. Same for Fitzpatrick with Tua. Like, Tua's been playing lights out the last couple of weeks. Yeah. So. It, like, it's a very hard year to come in with no preseason and all that. So, hmm. a lot of them, are, this is a preseason for next year for them, I think. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we'll quickly touch before our interview with Mark. NBA preseason is kicking off. First games are next week. So, obviously, we're not recording, but... Kevin Durant is back. Kevin Durant is back. Nets win it all. I'm going for it. I'm going the Knicks. They win 32 games this year. 32 out of the 56. Yeah. Oh, is that 56? Oh, fuck. They're not going to win that bet. I'm going <laughs> to give them a chance at winning 21. Well, with Obi Toppin, who ain't stopping. Yeah. Obi Poppin yeah. is popping. Yeah, you may be, mate. No, like with the, with some of the draft, like some of the trades that have happened. Obviously, uh, John Wall to Houston, Westbrook to Washington, Chris Paul to Phoenix. Like it's it's very mixed up. I like jo- stacking up. I I jokingly say the Nets will go all the way. I only say that because Katie is by, by far my favorite player. But they've got a solid core. The Nets they played very well without him last year. I think him and Kyrie will mix, but the biggest hurdle for them is always going to be the Lakers who have somehow improved. Or Kyrie. I think their biggest hurdle is Kyrie's um, ego. At all. Yeah. I don't know. Like These comments he's came out the last couple of days Yeah, about him. He's shit on everyone. He's shit, he's shit on um, Kev, Kevin Love, who's probably the most, one of the most likable players. Yeah, that's that's a bit yeah. Anyway, he he's born in Melbourne. I still claim him as an Aussie, but he's starting to lose my vote because of his flat Earth conspiracy theories. But (laughs) but yeah, the NBA kicks off next week. We're going to have Christmas uh, basketball, which is always always a fun time on Christmas and Boxing Day. Just sports overload. It's awesome. Uh, Quickly before we go to Sparky, we'll talk with him about that, but. The Australian kangaroo merit side. Oh, fuck that. It's gum. Yeah. That is the most biased picking in history. I thought the merit squad is picked off a state of origin form. Am I wrong? I'm not too sure anymore. I really am not. Because like, every other year has been either or- off origin thing. They pick it. And let's just say Queensland won and they've been shafted. I don't know how Cameron Murray, yeah, he had a good season, but he wasn't the best lock in the competition. Yeah, no, that that was the argument I've I've seen on Twitter is like, oh, some origin form was taken into account. Someone's origin uh, ex- experience didn't, and her old form was taken into account. Some wasn't. A prime example is a Nathan Cleary, for example. Mm. Lights out, lights out in the NRL all year. Loses the GF, lo- goes missing in Origin, but still picked as the number seven. I don't agree with it. That whole backline is New South Wales. I don't know about that. Um, dang guy, guy got shafted. I felt. Yeah, got shafted. I think like Dan, that, uh, Daniel, tu- Daniel Tupu got in. He had a good Origin series. I will. He had a very good Origin series. But he not, I did don't the know. hard yard out of, out of that back line, out of the back forum, and that's yeah. big for me to say that. It is. It really is. But. Yeah, it's been a weird year. That merit side was weird, but we'll talk a bit more with Sparky, which we'll probably bring on right about now. What do you reckon? Yeah, all right. Let's bring on the baldy. 
All right. Obviously, the last show of the year. We we can't get him away from us, can we, Coombsy? We got Mark Maguire back. Sparky, welcome back to Off the Back Fence, mate. Season finale. Uh, how's your year been, mate? It's been good. Don't sit there and start bitching about me being back because you keep inviting me back. I just keep saying yes. You should be more annoyed about that moustache you're trying to grow. Jesus Christ. Are you kidding, mate? You look like a 70s pool kidding? cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, mate, I, I think I've found my look, to be honest. It's just I, got, I might go the bald, bald head and then just a mustache and then we just it's complete. You just need a better, <laughs> you need a better tan and you can be Ramathorn from Super Troopers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was saying it was uh, that you look like Marty Sheargold's love child. <laughs> you dead said could be, you could be Rabbit from, from Super Troopers. Uh, you 100% could be uh, Rabbit. Holy shit, that is actually a good comparison. I'll take that any day of the week. Uh, now we do love having you on, mate. It's always good to have a bit of a yarn. Obviously, it turns into a bit of a roast, but yeah. few things to yeah, few things to talk about. It's been a good year, mate. Uh, you know, not in terms of society, I guess, for a few people, but no. Um, Sport-wise, I guess I think we've been lucky in Australia. Yeah, but definitely. Yeah, it's been a sport. It's been a good year. I mean, you could argue it's been a pretty shit year all around, really, but. Um, yeah. I think the only one of us three that can really complain directly about that is Coombsy being locked in his hands in Melbourne for well, Yeah, but all of a sudden everything's opened up and I was at the pub on Friday night and it was like being back to pre-COVID times, four deep at the pub. My girlfriend, she was at another one and she said there was people dancing. So obviously Victoria just decided to skip steps two to three and just jumps to um, step four. Love it, mate. Why not? Why not? Mate, we've just got a few things to wrap ourselves up. Um, the Australian Merit side, our new sponsor, Gallagher, an insurance company, uh, they released the Australian team. Usually an Australian Merit side is based off origin performance, but this is just an absolute cook side in my opinion. They've got Tedesco, who should be in there. They've got Ado Carr and Daniel Tupu on the wings. Gay Guy and White in the centres. Munsters 5'8", Cleary at 7". Josh Papali, Christian Welsh, Cook... Boyd Cordner at second row and captain. Felice Cafusi and Cameron Murray with the bench of Ryan Pappenhausen. Mayor add that he'd never played a minute of origin. Payne Haas, Angus Crichton, and Tino Fa'asumialu. Asumawale. Thank you. Thank you very much. I think this side is an absolute joke, mate. I, I Some of these, like Nathan Cleary over DC, I don't know. I think that's just all on NRL form. What what are you thinking on this? Yeah, it is an NRL form. Um, And look, to be fair, he probably was, he definitely was the form halfback for the entire year. His team did go pretty good. I mean, his criticisms about, criticism about Nathan is that he folds in the the big moments and that criticism is not going to go away. But the pundits and the media and everybody now, he's their golden child now. He's the hes the face of the NRL. So, yeah. you know, you're just going to have to put up with it because until such time as he starts to play five or six games in a row where he's a busted, he will continue to be the face of the NRL in the next big thing. So, yep. you know, they use, they're going to use him in all the news stories, all the advertising campaigns. He's going to be that, that new golden goose. And to be fair... Daly was that person too for a while back in the day when he first started coming through. Played Origin very young, had a couple of pretty yeah. rough years there. So it's gonna, you know, you just gonna have to get used to it. Seeing his big, big jaw floating around on big, all big of the billboards, shit. they're gonna need to get extra size ads in the paper, and they might actually have to get the papers changed to broadsheet again just to fit his head on them. But good on the kid. <laughs> Yeah, all all, te- all first team all chin. First team all he, TikTok he, he, too, by the way. Yeah, oh. Yes, actually, that that should be the merit side. They should go through all the TikToks because yeah. Alex Johnson would be definitely on. Yeah, that. he's on one wing, uh, and uh, and our boy Kalen Ponger is fullback on the all on the all all time TikTok squad. <laughs> Oh, uh, far out. I think it was – I also found this a bit uh, weird that it got released so late because obviously Origin's been done a few weeks ago now and they've just only released it. It must have been a very, very long lunch or multiple oh. lunches for the Australian selectors. Can I put a, can I put a theory forward? Um, the NRL got a phone call uh, two weeks ago from Gallagher Insurance uh, wanting to throw some money at them and so they decided to – just to pick a merit side because they wanted to be able to spend the money somehow. 
don't know. You know not, a bad, not a bad take, to be fair. We need to pay some bills. Who the fuck is Gallagher Insurance? Like, oh, I don't know. Funnily enough, a friend of the podcast, a uh, mate of mine, he does work for Gallagher here in Brizzy, so I'll have to find out what they actually yeah, do. Yeah, what do you ring him up? Like, mate, what do you do all day? Yeah, is it, <laughs> is it like Yui? They all just sit on the phone and cold call people all day. I think it's more financial advice than anything for their insurance. Oh, I don't they're know. They're probably really good blokes then. All I know is that potentially tickets for test matches down the line. Who knows? Maybe a few executives drop out. You never know. Uh, mate, anything? Uh, I don't think there's too much else on this Maris squad. I think Pappenhausen, that's definitely NRL form. Yeah, Paps Cordner shouldn't be it. Cameron Murray. I think Cordner's a bit of... Yeah. Mate, like, Would who you- cares? <laughs> really? This is, a, this is the first time I've seen that. I didn't know this came out because I don't have social media, so I don't see this shit. But, I mean, you argue yeah. all day about this one. I mean, who cares? They're never going to play, so who cares? Yeah. Whatever happened to that All Blacks what? game, though? Oh, the one that's been talked about for 30 years. Yeah, but, like, apparently it was on earlier in the year, but what are we supposed to – it's like the fucking murder hornets. Remember the murder hornets were going to kill us all? Oh, like, the maybe Africa six murder months hornets. ago? Yes. Talk, yeah, talking about that, yeah. Th- talking about, Actually, fuck the cricket off. Let's talk about 2020 as a whole now. Like, <laughs> murder hornets, Tiger King. Tiger King started it out. We that started was, out that, that was That was fucking great. Ca- what, did, what, did oh I learn up, what did I learn from Tiger King? You can turn straight guys gay with meth. Yeah, there you can. <laughs> Everyone, yeah. Anyone who wants gay porn for meth. Crystal meth is a hell of a drug, obviously. It, it is definitely. Christ. Uh, Always check the I'm just trying off. to think. Jesus Christ. <laughs> We're off the rails into seven minutes into well, this. Um, I love that. Is there anything? I- Sorry, I love that chick in that show who got her arm ripped off and she was like still loved everything about the whole thing, like wouldn't change a thing, like, yeah, I lost my arm, but it was my fault, you know? I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, I get it. Like, you love tigers, but come on now. I reckon the cover-up no, cover of property of Joe's tattoo on Old Mate with the um, – that was fun. That's one of the worst cover-up tattoos I've ever seen. Oh, mate, what about all that blowing his fucking head off in the CCTV? Yeah, that that to me was that was so confronting to see that and just like the reaction of like and even the interview of the guy that was in the office when he did it, he he was definitely messed up for the rest of his yeah. life. We need Christ. we got to talk about that guy for a second, right? Because that guy's job before he was Joe's campaign manager when he was going for was he running for governor, uh, right? Yeah, governor, governor yeah. or senator, yeah, one of those ones. Yeah. Shit, right? So that guy who was his campaign manager, campaign manager, his job before that was working at the, was it the gun section of Walmart? Yeah. Wasn't he like, so. yeah, wasn't he like the boss? Yeah, yeah. He was the boss at the gun section at Walmart. And I loved his interview where he's like, you know what, it's always been my dream to uh, be a campaign manager and work in politics. And I'm thinking – we got to tell these kids that sometimes you really shouldn't follow through on your fucking dreams. Like sometimes just stick to your fucking lane, work your, work your day job at Walmart and shut the fuck up because honestly you just, you're getting yourself into some situations that you're not prepared for. Yeah. Yeah. Very, you very You guys don't true. know what to think about that comment, do you? Like, <laughs> I'm thinking, I really, I'm I really thinking, don't. If I went to my dream of being an astronaut, I would have probably brought down the International Space Station in the first day. Dude, you know what I wanted to be, bro? Though, full, full, no shit. When I was growing up, I really wanted to be an architect. I wanted, I wanted to be oh, an architect because I really love to draw squares, right? I thought being an architect is going to be sweet and draw squares all day. It's going to be awesome. And then I went, got, and, then I went and did year eleven graphics. Realized I couldn't draw for shit, and decided, you know what? Maybe <laughs> being an architect isn't for me. And then you moved into marketing. How good? Yeah. Now I can tell somebody else how to draw shit. So it's great. Yeah. Exactly right, mate. I, was, I failed woodwork at school and now I'm a tradesman. How do you? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I failed first year marketing at uni. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I wanted to be an engineer. I, I wanted to be an engineer. At all during high school. And then, like, I was doing, I tried the court PT course. I was like, I don't really like sitting in class anymore. So I became a labourer. And next thing I'm like, I don't mind this trade stuff. It's pretty good. I don't have to go to school. <laughs> woodwork now build houses. And was I wanted to be an engineer? Was you got way too much fucking common sense to be an engineer, bro? You would definitely not fit in. Also, I didn't understand physics for some reason. Like I did understand it, but on a piece of paper, no fucking chance. I that that's just blew my OP out of the fucking water. So what happened uh, after Tiger I, King though? On twenty twenty, I don't. 
I sort of, I'm sort the of drawing a blank Kiwanis? because QAnon started. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's been going for a couple yeah. of years now, but it really kicked really off. Ramped off. The, uh, well, I'm pretty sure they wasn't the Epstein documentary after Tiger King mm-hmm. or was that beforehand? Oh, I can't remember. After. That was after. It was after. Yeah. I had a bad night on edibles because of that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, had to, I really panicked and started clearing every bit of search history on my phone, laptop, iPad. I even think I wiped a phone that doesn't even work in, in non-existence anymore. So <laughs> you, you, you throw it into the Yarra River. Oh. You've cleared it and threw it into the Yarra River. You've done the Mr. Robot. You've just drilled a hole through the fucking hard drive and sent it straight into the river. Oh, mate, mate. I, was, mate, I was trying to download a new... Uh, I'm one of them smart TVs, so I'm trying to download a new another app onto it, and I couldn't remember how to do it, so I used a search function. I hadn't used a search function on the TV before, but apparently while I had a couple of mates over the other day, one of them decided to search X Hamster on the TV's internet browser. So I thought, <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've got a shortcut to X hamster on the TV, and I'm like, who fuck put that there? Oh, that's like the golden unlimited shared house. My dad came around one day, and uh, I think my brother or my mate, they used to have a tendency to like to hook their laptop to the TV and put their porn on the big screen TV, and that's what came in. And also sitting outside was the old glass, the glass bomb, and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the big set of fake tits popped up on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear about those? That was sort of, Sorry, was you go? Not, oh, I was going to say, it's sort of similar to when I was uh, living in the UK, working at the uh, Flying Horse in Rochdale. Shout out the UK. One of the guys from the local footy team brought his TV remote, which is the same model as the TVs in the, in the pub. In the UK, there is a TV channel called Babe Station. Yeah, no, he... and. The bar staff, because I wasn't working, but I knew exactly what was going on. The bar staff could not figure out because they were kept turning it off, and it just the TV would keep turning on with the babe station. These these chicks on going for it on TV in the local pub. Holy shit! Do you hear about, you hear about Perth? Perth did refurb the the Northbridge section of Perth and the city, and they put these fancy new wayfinding TV screen things up. They look like um, they look like um, billboards, but they're the digital billboards, of course. And uh, yeah, they yeah. were they were all Wi-Fi compa- They were all internet compatible. That's how they updated them, so they literally could log oh, into them remotely. Yeah. And so some fuckwit didn't put a password on them, of course. And so of course, well, about maybe what two hours after they were installed, someone had put um, Pornhub up on them. <laughs> like seriously, like put a, put a password <laughs> on there, people. They floated into Pornhub. They were probably the heroes of the first bit of isolation, handing out free premium worldwide. Actually, yes, that happened. Yeah, that yeah. happened too. But guess what, boys? They're in some drama now. They've just gone and actually, they've just removed every single piece of user uploaded content in the last twenty four hours. Yeah, I've heard that. Ooh, okay. There's a lot of yeah. There's a, there's all there's documentaries out about Pornhub, which probably should not advertise um, that place because apparently no, there's it, some dodgy shit on there. But uh, yeah, the of course, yeah, Mastercard won't accept their payments anymore. Yeah, I know. I have to go That's- and get a Visa card now. <laughs> Just kidding. Speaking of 2020, yeah, <laughs> but not seriously. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. 2020, personally, Sparky, anything that's tickled your fancy? Anything, any highs for 2020, sporting wise, personal, anything major? I guess I guess decided to sort of go. I mean, the origin was a pretty good high. Um, getting yep. all the sport back on was a high. I'll tell you what was a really good high, and, and a shout out to the people in the racing industry in Australia for keeping horse racing running throughout the whole damn thing. Um, you know, racing's got pretty severe biosecurity measures anyway, um, so yeah. they were able to keep things running and, and keep things turning over. And look, I mean, they make money out of the TAB, so you know, gamble responsibly, all that shit. But um, that was a good. That was a bit of a highlight. There was some. There was some good races this year, even though we weren't allowed to go to most of them. Um, yeah. But um, you know, the rugby league was was a good season. The AFL, the lines were really good in the AFL. And if you're a Brisbane, if you're a Brisbane local, that's a good thing because the the better those sports can be, the more options you've got for things to do on a weekend. Um, the Reds still shit, and rugby still sucks. Um, yep. So that, that hasn't changed much. The cricket's exciting. Um, it's good to see. After the little bit that I've seen of Steve Smith so far this summer, he looks like he still hasn't changed and he's still a freak. Um, of course. I do have to talk about Cameron Green. He is the biggest human I've ever seen on a cricket field since Bruce Reed. 
he's, he's two metres tall, isn't he? He's huge. What the? What's he? Nineteen. And he's an all rounder. Like, yeah, that's the scary thing. He's back. I don't know how his back's gonna. He's nineteen and he's so he's still growing. And they're gonna want him bowling like it's minimum just, ten overs a game. Ten overs. It's similar. To, It'll be similar to how Pat Cummins burst on the scene all those years ago and then oh, disappeared wow. for a couple of months due to back stra- back fractures or whatever it was. All the poor fractures. man, Lord Marsh, um, Shane Watson. Yeah, you're still true. you're still dirty on that poor old Marshy, aren't you? Oh, especially that fu- the fraud Marcus Harris getting picked. Fraud. <laughs> Great word. Uh, yeah, look, uh, uh, look. I think the cricket summer is going to be good. We got we got some good test matches coming up. Like I said, it'll be good to watch Labuschagne and, and Smithy. They'll be hard to get out all summer, so you know they could just keep batting and batting and batting. Um, mate, um, I guess one other thing too we need to talk about is we we do need to mention the Q and on thing because it's kind of gotten it's gotten real good over the last couple of weeks. Um, and they're all yeah, trying to yeah. work out what's going on. You know, apparently the the you know. They're all. They've been waiting for their savior to come through, and you know, drain the swamp, so to speak. And all Especially of a sudden, after they in, yep. basically elected, yeah. basically, yeah. And they're like, "Oh, there's still a yeah. chance." No, there's not a chance, people. There's not. There's not a chance now. Like, uh, mate, it's good stuff. I, I still can't. Whatever you do, don't go and start reading about it and looking it up on YouTube. Don't do it. So. So we're not classing Reddit as social media, is that right? Yeah, it's social media. Is it? It is. So you, you do have social media. Yeah, but I'm not putting up photos of myself like, look, I just got a kale fucking green smoothie from the shop. Everyone give me a like or I'm doing a silly dance with some stupid music and everybody wants to have make but fun of Nathan me and shit. Cleary. Yeah, I'm doing a Nathan Cleary, yeah. <laughs> Promo code biz20 for discount. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh, yeah, no. Coomsey, anything, anything highlighting your year, mate? Oh, I know it's been tough. Probably going back on the old union paychecks has probably been one of the best bits of the year. <laughs> 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 I've been every second Monday off, paid. Mate. Um, oh, no. Holy shit. Rugby league-wise, it was a pretty bleak year for the Broncos. Um, but mainly, I reckon, just Origin really help me salvage a one decent year out of the one decent period out of the year for sport and oh i'd yeah. say probably liverpool winning the first title yeah that was, that was uh, pretty, pretty massive big for me. like i've copped a lot of shit i've dealt with a lot of shit and like even though i haven't been at airfield i've been to their biggest crowd and crowd attendance game in the mcg in 2012 so that was pretty big for me yeah. No, it, it, does it still pain you that I've been to Anfield? Oh, mate. Yeah, it does. But well, I'm going to Liverpool. Yeah, I, no, I sports. Coonsie does. I, I follow Spurs. I'm about to be have two cards. <gasps> you're a grub. Good. I'm going to be at. No, I mean, you did. You're, you're all grub. Spurs fans are all grubs, aren't they? Yeah, or Jewish. No. no. Or what? <laughs> easy, Jewish. easy now, Jewish. Jewish. Mate, hey, hang on a minute. <laughs> now, listen. <laughs> There's one group of people you don't want to fuck with. That's the group, all right? Just be careful. Yeah, no. Especially no, I've been, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus. My, oh, I, uh, I was just saying I can't I, wait for my two cartons of beer. <laughs> shut up. You're not getting them. Can I, just, Fucking bullshit. can I just loop back to the cricket for a bit? I want to shout out to the Brisbane Heat for f- working out how to lose another game. Last night, uh, somehow. We, we talked about this, but we talked about this before you jumped on. I, Coonsie reckons I jinxed him because jinxed I said I got him home. That's bullshit. That was absolutely a horrible bowling at the death. And uh, they, got, uh, the Heat got fined seventy grand for those two bar arm um, breaches. Oh, security breaches, yeah. Yeah. So Linny hopped. He did a selfie and hopped in a cab. I was like, okay. Who cares? Oh, who cares? If you had to get it, you got to get it. Who cares? No, nah, that's not actually. That's probably no. Nah, let's not say that. It was in Canberra. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. There's plenty of grubs in Canberra. There is. Hmm. Have you ever been to Canberra? Yeah. I have. Yeah, I went for Floriad. I went to the big flower uh, festival. Yeah, you look like a flower festival kind of guy. That that would have been actually hey, look, quite look a good. Yeah, no, it's sort of very similar to the uh, to Woomba. I was seventeen at the time, so I got pretty rowdy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Coombs, you ever been to Canberra? <laughs> I've um, been to, went there in year 10 camp and 
we were in the t- that big Telstra town, we, and the teachers decided to see who was dumb enough to put their bare tummy on a uh, cold metal pole. <laughs> guess who lasted the longest? <laughs> uh, what'd you win, apart from the scar? Oh, I got myself a couple of Mars bars. Good stuff, mate. No, I like Canberra. You know, it's not a bad place to visit. You wouldn't live there, but um, it's well, mate, I'll tell you one thing about Canberra. It's well, well played out, like laid out, sorry. Um, you know, it's pretty easy to get around. Mind you, six, oh, that's six people and 7,000 politicians live there, so, you know. Yeah, no no fun, really. Uh, mate, is, mate, is there anything that you got to air out? Any grievances before the new year uh, comes in? Uh, anything? I've already given everybody enough shit about um, New South Wales and being terrible and, and um, you know, looking forward to the cricket season, kicking off more in earnest. I love watching the Big Bash, so it's going to be good to see. Got to definitely try and get to a heat game one day um, and check out. Yeah. And hopefully Linny has one of those knocks where he just goes absolutely bananas because that's pretty fun to watch. Um, yep. I was there the night a few years ago when um, when they chased down, or they they chased down like nearly two hundred and ten overs. Yeah. Oh and, yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah, that was a, that was a that was a good night. So you know, with a with a big bash game, you know, you can sometimes get an absolute downer. But um, oh, no, I'm definitely looking forward to that, mate. And of course, the Test cricket and everything. As I said, the NFL season is is coming down to the business end as well. And um, I'm a big fan of that so that's going to be very good are you excited that the packers are going to get the number one seed in the well, nfc i haven't locked it in yet but they are looking good uh they've got a, they've got the tiebreaker over the uh over the saints with three games to go and the saints have to play the chiefs next week so did anyone get yeah the highlights of today's game yeah They're that absolute. was an absolute barn burner oh. yeah they, also thought the browns was to take it to ot and then Old, old, Lamar old had a sh- Lamar, Lamar had a shit old, and came old back. Skid marks, Steve. Mate, I had a mate. <laughs> I had a um, couple of dudes I know in a fantasy football comp. One of them had no one in the game today, and the other, and he was ahead by you know fair bit. And the other bloke had Lamar and Justin Tucker, the kicker for the Ravens. <laughs> and and so with you know a few minutes to go, Lamar's off the field, and he's ahead by four points. And then all of a sudden, old mate twists his knee up, the, the backup, so they bring Lamar out off the table, take the IV out because he had Grant, run him back out there, he throws the touchdown. <laughs> and he then he, and then the, literally the old mate came back and won the fantasy football game on the last kick, the field goal from Tucker. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mate, I'm telling you, the, the group chat was awesome. <laughs> I got one grievance for this year. Michael yes. Clark and that bloody facial thing he put up. No wonder, no wonder Kadish wanted to choke him. Clarky, what did he put up? Facial thing. <laughs> oh. him, yeah, one of those bloody hydrating masks. Him and his girlfriend. Social media yeah, like, boys, it makes you angry. I don't know why oh, you do it. Yeah. No, just, oh. Michael Clark makes me angry in general. You're a, you're a pro Kadish kind of guy. Oh. Hundred percent. I'm I'm a traditionalist. I I like my cricket long. I like my pitches bouncy, and I like my captains having no nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Well, you like Painty then. He's a good captain. I like yeah, I like Tim Painty. He's got a bit of chat about him too. He, he, I lo- that last Indian summer where he was just stirring up. Um, ish, was it Rishan Pan or whatever it was, and saying, "Oh, no, mate, yeah. what, you, you can't seriously yeah, like him as the and- bloke." <laughs> I just pain to get a bit of X-rated behind the stumps and start really getting a bit personal. Like, <laughs> if that's one thing we could, that, if the t- if the test team could improve, that's number one. Yeah, get the sledging back to a level where David Warner was just telling people they're fucks. That was awesome. Uh, I kind of like the subtle shit better. Like the subtle stuff for me, I think that hurts more. Like, I'm more of a fan of the weirder, the weirder the sledge, the the more it puts you off your game. It was, the Tim Payne do my weird sledges before. Payne asking the Indian keeper if he wants to come down to Tassie and babysit the kids while him and his wife go out for a nice dinner. That was an all time. And then the replies on social media after that were were some of the best that you've ever seen. He took yeah when he took a bloody picture with the kids. Yeah, he took a picture with the kids. Yeah, man, like that's epic stuff. Like like to be fair, one thing, one other thing that's actually started to happen again too is um, the cricket team after JL took over, actually start having beer with people after the game because yeah. people actually want to hang out with them more. 
And then you'll yeah. see that's also happening in the rugby now too. You you see the the Wallabies are actually having a beer with the All Blacks, and the Wallabies are getting been getting smashed by the All Blacks for years. But you know there has to be that level of respect. And look, if I'm in the change room with some of those All Blacks players, I'm asking them stuff like, "What do you do? How do you do that? What do you do? That? You know, what's your what? conditioning program like?" Because the Wallabies what's are all fat and slow. So yeah, yeah. What's what's the good supplements from Mexico that you're getting? <laughs> Who's looking forward to the fight, to the, the super fight tomorrow night? Oh, yeah, we got to talk about that. So. <laughs> I thought we were going to get past it. I, re- I, I, We were talking about it. If Gallon doesn't drink his Christmas lunch through a straw this year, then it's not worth it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't care, really. Like, he's a, he's a, tip, he's a tip rat. Let's hope, he, let's hope he finally gets his business. But, you know, he's fighting a bloke who's 46. So yeah, five years Mark, Hunt's ne- only ju- Mark Hunt's never been the best trainer, but he's, so. gone, no. he's gone toe to toe with Brock Lesnar. That man's a freak. That's true. Yeah, so he got yeah, let- yeah. But also, Mark, he's got concrete hands. I think Gal's got him on speed, definitely. But if he catches one of those fucking right hands straight to the chin, that's it's lights I'm out. Really got Simple. Something like twenty inches of reach on Gal. It's twenty. Yeah, no, it's only, it's only it's only like an inch oh, or two. It's not that much. Yeah, it's it's literally two fat blokes fighting in a ring. It's like butterbean. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Well, actually, to be the fight tomorrow is the is the the Timmy Zoo fight now. Timmy's hell, hell yeah. And one of my mates from back home, Paul Showtime Fleming's fighting on the undercard. He's twenty seven and zero. Hell yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's go. Let's go. So, well, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to watching Timmy fight again. That uh, The Jeff Horn fight was a good fight. He, he took Jeff apart. Like, I don't think Jeff oh, yeah. he, he could never like call Jeff a technical boxer, but Timmy took him, no. took, him to, took him to town, really. Oh, fucking oath. Matt, I think that's it. Is that it? Good, what good, else we got to talk about? Good, yeah. well, we well, talk I don't about know. Monday no. making an attempt comeback for 2021, but let's hope not. No, sometimes people just need to stay retired. Like you know, he's got he's one, he's one punch away from slurring his words for the rest of his life. Did you see? Um, yeah. Did you see uh, the Anthony Joshua fight the other day? He if he if he does get in the ring with the Gypsy King, he's in trouble. This is, that's yeah. gonna be a no. Fight. I agree with that. Oh, there's what is the other thing? Else? Oh, Jake Paul calling out Conor McGregor. Uh, McGregor. Conor McGregor now. Yeah, yeah, no. He apparently, he gave a fifty million dollars uh, check written to Conor McGregor saying, "This is your guaranteed money, no matter what." You know how big that guy is. Uh, yeah, he's a monster. But it doesn't take the cake with uh, part of my takes. Intern trying to start up a fight Jake Paul website, man. Sparky, if you get a chance, listen to last Wednesday's episode and just listen to his pitch. He does like a he he created a website and he's he, his 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 pitch was basically I've had multiple concussions. He's like, oh, okay, so your brain's warmed up for boxing. Fantastic. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Out, and it like and and it's also what was it? It's he wanted to say I don't need any money because I'm interning on the number one sports podcast in the world. Don't need any guaranteed money. Money's not an issue. I don't need millions, but maybe a little bit of money. <laughs> so he's just gone like four dot points. He's like the dumbest kid. Wasn't he gonna fight oh, fucking Mayweather? Hilarious. Oh no, that's his brother. He is fight- that's his brother fighting in February. That's a joke as well, but yeah, boxing. A- boxing sort of gone off the rails. Yeah. Boxing's yeah. I mean, there's there's bright spots to boxing. Danny Garcia fight the other day against uh, Errol Spence Jr. was a, was was good. Um, yeah. Yeah, there are some good. There is some good stuff going on out there. I mean, the Gypsy King's still awesome to watch. So you know that's going to be a good fight well, if that if that AJ fight happens. I want to watch. I rewatched that first Dante Wilder Gypsy King fight when we was around at your place, mate. That was incredible. That was a good how fight. it just turned out. That was a draw, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, was yeah. Yeah. Oh. But mate, yeah, no, that, that, that was good. Um, I didn't catch much of the UFC. On the weekend, but I did see the main event, and I did see the the front kick to the dick. That that just that was not cool. I don't know how he got up. I don't know how Moreno got up after that. A eh? was it a bit of a jambo, mate? <laughs> it was a proper full full tilt front kick straight to the dick, like for the brand. No, oh, mate. 
for all of the brands. But how Moreno got back up, I, just, I don't know. I, I saw some of the reaction they said, and the, the main one on Twitter was he does realise he has five minutes to, like, compose himself, yeah? Yeah. He apparently just, like, shook it off and kept going. Fucking maniac. Mate. Yeah, no no way. You get in that ring, you're a maniac, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're, sure you're, you're not right in the head. Oh, was his little update. The wannabe David Warner, Darcy Short, out for two. Oh, fuck, mate. Don't, don't do that. Well, this is bash on him. No, well, no. A fun stat. So Darcy Short got a duck the other night, came back to score 60-odd runs. He got a low score tonight. Guarantee me he'll hit over 35 runs yeah, next game. Yeah, because he's on a fucking highway. Hell, I'd go uh, on a fucking highway. And like, mate, last show, oh. are we going out like this? You yelling at me? You do <laughs> need some time alone, or are you good? I, I just don't like No, start, y- start yelling, Sparky. Uh, it's what we uh, do. Back to boxing. Mark Hunt threw a punch at Paul Gallon in the way instead. Did you see that? Yes. I I liked it very much. It didn't connect. But I'll tell you what, one thing. Marky has been training. Uh, You can tell he's been training. um, And you can also tell he's been eating. uh, He is a very thick buck 20 at the moment. Weighed in on 27 kilos heavier than Gal. He's definitely not a buck twenty. Oh, yeah, sure. He is. Oh yeah, he is. He's every he's every <laughs> kilo of a buck. He's every kilo of about a buck. I didn't even say mate. he's probably he, close to buck thirty, but it'll be yeah, buck thirty by weighing tomorrow. Did he? Did he weigh? He's the well. They've already weighed in today, didn't they? Or yeah, he weighed in. Yeah, they weighed in the, the buck. One twenty seven. He weighed mate. in. So I reckon he'll by by time he'll be weighing in at probably close to one thirty. Yeah, <laughs> man, he's yeah, a big it's, boy. It's oh hell yeah. Other than that, mate, I don't think there's too much else. Yeah, look, it's been, up. it's been a good year, boys. Uh, get your money on the Packers to win the Super Bowl. Things crossed. Shut up. Uh, who do you support anyway? The team that's not making any playoffs anytime who? soon. Tell me. Denver. Oh, that's right. That's it. Did you um, do you follow <laughs> the NFL games? Yeah, Patriots, and they're not doing too well this year. No. They couldn't even bank properly. Well, you've got, got the best team who's tanking in the comp in your division. You're not going to win. Tank for Trevor, mate. Tank for Trevor. Yeah. Yeah, it could be over- Stairway right. to seventh pick. Do yourself said- a favour. No. If you're a fan or if you don't know much about it, don't do it because you won't know what you're looking at. Do yourself a favour and go and watch the highlights of the Redskins' defence yesterday um, and watch yep. Chase Young. Just have a just have a. He's a boy. And he's boy. He's a beast. Coolest, second coolest nickname ever, the Predator. Oh, what's the coolest? The Kraken. Greg Hardy was nicknamed <laughs> the Kraken when he was at the Panthers. He's now a convicted oh, felon and a UFC fighter, but, you know. That, the that, Kraken, yeah, that that's was, right. He was a dead set maniac, that guy. Right. Christ. That was good. <laughs> he was good to watch back in the day. Oh, and he, then he kicked the shit good. out of his missus, so he's a tip rat. Yeah. No, I'm that's that's we don't condone that at all. What's that, Kenny? Like Sydney Rice, he he's never been seen since his uh, old in, indiscretion. Was it Sydney Rice or Ray Rice? Ray Rice, oh, Ray Rice the fucking five foot nothing who mur- like got onto his girlfriend in an elevator. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I saw that video. That was pretty confronting shit too. Didn't Ray Lewis? Um, yeah, commit killer guy and got away with it. Apparently, hey, listen, hey, also uh, if you're looking for something, to- got away with it as well. If you <laughs> if you're looking for something to do on the holidays, boys, if you got some holidays over Christmas. Get onto Reddit. You don't need to create an account. You can just look it up on the website. There's a there's a there's a subreddit called Abrupt Chaos. Now there is some shit on there that'll make you laugh so hard your side split. I'm telling you, there's some good stuff on there. So hell yeah, yeah if you, if, I'm sure I'm, you, I'm sure I'll find time. If you're one of those people like Coombs that likes to take a few too many edibles and uh, ride some uh, rather rather gnarly roller coasters, now get onto that one and have a look at Abrupt Chaos on Reddit. There's some good shit on there. Oh, oh fed. fantastic. Sparky, as always, mate, thank you very much for jumping on. Uh, we're going to finish the show up here too. What the fuck we did we even talk time. about? <laughs> we, were, we had a plan. We just we like, you know what, fuck it, let's just throw well, it out the books. It's what we do best, to be honest. Yeah, actually, yeah, you're right. We're basically on the downswing and just looking forward when to Christmas When are we back? When now. are you back, boys? When are we back? Uh, will we be back in the new year? Possibly doing a show, Possibly. show together since I'm up back in Queensland over the New Year's period. So, Sparky, we may need you in person for that one. Yeah, a few beers. I'm available. A few beers. Hell yeah. Bash. 
Well, mate, I'll bring, yeah. I'll bring a slab of cans and we'll get gnarly. Ooh. Hell yeah. Sounds very, very good, mate. Uh, I'll just say it now. Thanks to everyone that has tuned in over the last couple of months. Um, it started out as a bit of fun. We're going to try and do our best next year to have a bit more of a format, I think. Hey, Coombs. Yeah, we'll do a bit more homework, a bit of... Could we say we have a run sheet for once in our life? Yeah, I think so. Maybe maybe be a bit scripted. I know that's not Sparky's <laughs> cup of tea. What? He usually enjoys just talking randomly into anything. My goal for next year is to maybe not get my AFL headlines from Fox Sports News and then just kind of make my own headlines from that. Yeah, no, I think that's a good idea. Start making takes out of nothing. That'd be really good. But once again, thanks to everybody that has tuned in over the last couple of months. We do really appreciate the reviews, the comments, uh, the banter that we've had on Instagram, anybody that supported us during Movember. Uh, we've been, certainly enjoyed it. So um, I think we'll say goodbye. Say goodbye, Sparky. Later, boys. Well done. Good work. Keep it up. Thank, thanks, mate. Yeah, well, thanks. Festive, say goodbye, Nathan. With our festive, I'm um, sure, Marsh back for the last one for the year is... Dawn was given his test cap from his dad in 2011 in Sri Lanka. And then also Very nice. to his brother, who's even more use, useless than uh, Michael Clark. <laughs> uh, well, great fun. way to spend After Christmas, I'm, I'm probably going to get sued for that comment. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to everyone again. Have a Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We'll see you in the New Year.